everybody, Stephen Key here, and once again, I have a very special guest, April. She's a, an InventRight student. She's licensed an idea. She does a bunch of stuff, by the way. That's just one thing. She does a ton of stuff, but she wants to come on today to talk a little bit about her product and what it does. So, April, you licensed this idea. What is it and what does it do? Oh, well, thank you so much for having me, Stephen. Well, I have uh, an adjustable over-the-door hook, so I... It's kind of big, but we'll see if we can get it in here. So it's very large because it goes over your door. And this is a side angle that might give you a better idea here. So when it's all full up to the top, it, you know, it's kind of high, maybe your regular size where your regular hooks are, um, but it adjusts down low enough where anyone really at any height or ability can reach it and use it. And the whole idea is to just create independence for more people. Okay, so it's adjustable. Why is that important in your opinion to have that adjustable for people? Well, for for us, uh, we we move around a lot because we're a military family, and we were in a a house with no uh, closet space, okay. and and one bathroom with one bar on it. So we had four kids with one bar putting all their towels on it. So so we had to go and buy all these over the door hooks. Well the kids couldn't reach them. So the whole idea of having jackets hanging up and towels, then they couldn't even reach them. So then they don't have that independence. And then you have kids climbing on sinks in the bathroom to get their towel, okay. which is not safe for anybody. Um, so it's just important to have them low enough where a child can reach, someone in the wheelchair can reach, someone with limited mobility with their arms can reach. Okay. Uh, because you know, we don't always have that space in the closet and you can't even reach it. You know, okay. a lot of people can't reach things from okay. the hangers in closets. Okay, wonderful. Well, that's a big benefit. Tell me, um, do you have the packaging? I mean, do you have the packaging oh. with you? Let me see it. Yes, yes. Right here. It's like a real deal, isn't it? <laughs> it's a real deal. And I just found out today, too, that they are in stock and ready to be sold. So, um We'll be finding out soon where they're going to be sold, but they're ready. They're in the warehouse and ready okay. to go out. What a nice package. Very nice. Thank you. And here's so, the, the back. Oh, that's very nice. Thank so, you. So, April, um, let's talk about the journey a little bit because it okay. takes a little bit of time, right? It does. It does. So, um, is it a fun journey? Is it something anybody can do? I mean, how hard is it? Because people really want to know, can I do this? You can do it. You got to be willing to work hard though, <laughs> but it's fun. It's so much fun and you learn so many things. And I think you, you grow as a person, but also in so many areas of like creativity and making sell sheets and having the, the bravery to call a company and talk to the CEO and say, this is why you need this product. It, it takes guts, and that's something I didn't have when I started out. So you evolve as a person um, in this whole process, which is awesome. So what happens when a company, you show it? Well, first of all, you, do you get a lot of rejection? You do, yeah. And how do you overcome <laughs> that? Or do you? <laughs> well, you got to learn to not take it personal because uh, I think the first rejections I did take it personal. Um, but you have to get through that and they're not rejecting you. They just their your idea might not fit right with their company, even though they, you know, I contacted companies that already make hooks thinking, oh, this is going to fit well. It just might not be where they're going or where they're looking to extend their line. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, I think just become, you know, um, knowing that it's not personal and okay. to just keep going and persistence and patience and, and, uh, I, you know, use different tools and techniques just to like calm down and, and refocus and just okay. go at it again. So, um, how many rejections did you get? Oh gosh, I, I don't, a ton. <laughs> I, over probably 50, 70, I, I don't know, I, okay. a lot. There, I have a lot of pages and I, you know, write down every time I email or okay. call a company and you write it down and you, every, every time you have um, any interaction with the company. But yeah, there's a lot of pages, a lot of days, okay. a lot of months. And okay. finally though, someone says yes. So what does it feel like when someone actually gets back to you and, and they're interested? It, does it shock you or is it like, wait a minute, what just happened? It, it's exciting. It's definitely really exciting. Um, and what happened to me was I, I read your book, One Simple Idea. And after reading it and doing all the process, I had a, about a good dozen or so companies interested. And so that was exciting, but it was also like, oh, my gosh, what do I do now? You know, and so I didn't want to mess anything up. I didn't want to mess up the negotiations. I knew I needed help with that. So that's when, you know, I became an InventRight student was for that okay. next process, which was so helpful. So helpful. So did you build a prototype? I mean, how did you do it? Did you yeah. build a, are you good at building prototypes? No, no. So I, with this one, I, I drew it and I hired um, someone who does CAD and 3D printing. And then he was able to uh, make a prototype for me with um, the 3D printing. So I knew it had to come apart for boxing. So this is what we came up with. And so the first one was a knob and then there's a crossbar that attaches in um, and you just put it together and slides up and down. So that was our, that was my first prototype. And I then made a video showing how it works, showing the kids using it, being young, and then, you know, higher uh, height people using it. But yeah, it was it was a lot of fun and a lot of process. So did did you shoot the video yourself or did you hire someone to do it? No, we shot it uh, ourselves. I did have help of my husband. Uh, we took a lot of pictures and then short videos and mm -hmm. then made one video compiling the short videos and all the photos. Okay. Well, once there was interest, how long did it take to sign the licensing agreement? Was it like 24 hours? Oh, gosh, I wish, right? <laughs> it was about, I'd say about six to eight months from initial interest to the day I was signing it and then okay. drinking champagne. <laughs> so what does it feel like now to see it, to that it's, it's coming to market? It's got a box. I mean, it's like the real deal. How does it, it feel? It feels amazing. It just feels like. You know, not only did I put in a lot of work into it, but but my family and um, my awesome prototype guy and the company that we uh, that I licensed with, just to see how it evolved. Um, this was the first one that the company made had had their manufacturer made, like the first way they did the knob too. And then this hook was a little different. Then we got this push side button, and this was shown at the houseware show in Chicago with these hooks here. And then it evolved even further. They got a lot of great feedback. People wanted it, but they wanted it a little fancier. So then now it's, this is the hook. Okay. So from my prototype to the finish, there's been four different okay. hooks. It's evolved. Okay. So it takes, 
you know, from an idea to a prototype to production, it, it kind of just makes these changes along the way. So you, you need to get that great input. Yes. Okay. So wait, so what do you do in the meantime? I know you're, you know, you work on it, it takes some time, but how do you pay the bills? What do you do? <laughs> well, uh, I love to teach about natural health and educate and coach people in natural health, plant medicine, chemical free living, essential oils. And, uh, because I've learned a lot from it and our family has changed so much using natural health. I mean, that's how I, I stay focused. I use essential oils to focus, to calm, to, to be brave before I call companies. <laughs> um, I, I would not be able to be where I am without natural health and just, you know, eating correctly and eating, you know, using the right products and, and my essential oils, deep breathing right. is important. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, April, thank you very much. We'll put some information down below so they can see all the other things that you do as well. Okay. But thank you for sharing your story today. You are welcome. Thank you so much for having me.